Welcome to Our Certain Point of View, where your hosts, Jim and Tim, will bring you new weekly discussions about the Star Wars universe. Our Certain Point of View is a fan-based podcast and has no connections with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Our Certain Point of View. I'm Jim. Hello there. I'm Tim. He's Tim. And today we're here to talk about... Star Wars. Dun, 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 That's dun, right. Dun. I guess. I'm not actually sure what we're going to talk about. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about Bad Batch. Uh, we're going to definitely Wars talk news. about Bad Batch today. With these last three episodes that came out, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say it right from the right from the start. In fact, I'm going to type it in while I say it to the first step of our uh, of our news for the day. Yeah. Um, these three episodes have been my favorite episodes of Bad Batch. To date. Ever, huh? Yep. Including the very first episode, which had Kane and Jarrus in it? Uh, yeah. I love Kane and Jarrus. It was, well, it was... But, but they changed his story. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So... Yeah, there was that, that issue. I had, I had mixed emotions there, <clears throat> and that, that messed it up from being able to take the favorite spot, and these were... Beautiful. Well, that's but that first episode had some of what I uh, what I wanted anyway. But we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So we're going to talk uh, about the la- the latest three episodes of Bad Batch. See if there's any Star Wars news out there. We're talking about and entertainment news in general, I guess. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. Um. So, I'll. Uh, do you have anything to to add before I go through my list? Uh, Papa Bear can't be here today, and I'm very sad about that. I'm very sad about that, too. We're, sent, we're very... Huh? I was going to say I sent uh, crying gifts out sadness. about it. Yeah. The sadness. Yeah, we, uh, you know, if you're a regular listener to our program, you know we've been irregular in our recording schedule. Well, thanks um, for being here. Yeah, but thanks for being here. And new uh, listeners, yeah, welcome. So. We, we're counting on you to regrow the show, because... Yeah. We're getting it back together now. We got the band back together. Well, right. you know, again, regular listeners know that uh, life has been crazy because uh, for for the hosts, and uh, I'm just now like getting back to normal. Like I got hit by a car. I've told the story. Yeah, you did. But uh, I uh, yeah, after having gone through surgery, and now I'm about done with physical therapy. I'm finally getting kind of normal again. So life is getting back to to normal. I hope. I hope. I still don't have a new motorcycle, though. You gotta get on that. Well, technically, I still can't test drive one, because my right shoulder is still not fully... Then you you don't have to get on that. No, I can't. uh, It wouldn't be a good idea for me to ride a motorcycle right now when I only have limited use of my right arm. Yeah. But, oh well. Soon. Soon. All right. So, I'm gonna start the news today. Are you ready? Okay. I got news. I'm ready. Um, my youngest daughter got a cat, and I posted a picture, a video of the cat on, on social media, and I think it's going to be my first viral video ever. Nice. Because in the last, like, 10 minutes, I've gotten about 40 or 50 likes from people I don't know, so I guess it's being now passed around somewhere. It's a just a video of a cat so i'm officially a cat person now i guess and uh there you go. yeah i'm about to go viral baby <laughs> go for it for a cat video. Go for it. so that's that's all our news today so thanks for joining us today that's it well, wait a minute did you have news tim um no? yeah i mean i can't okay. live up to that but i'll try okay no, i'll no try i'll go a little out of order of the uh of what's going on. Um, phase five is, is off and swinging for Marvel, uh, the Marvel <laughs> universe. Um, I think it's phase five, right? I know where we're at. I have. I'm saying that. What, what's phase one? Um, was that the Tony Iron Man and Captain America? Man? No, oh. that was phase zero. Cause they weren't really part of it yet. Oh, what about the um, Ed Norton Hulk? Uh, way back in that time frame. Yeah. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Ed Norton. Edward Norton is hard to work with. That's why they. Okay, no, I was right. Look at me. Look, yeah, I look bet. at me. 
Look at me. I was right. Um, it is the first one of Phase 5. I'm just trying to remember. Um, Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania is, we the, met the, uh, wasp. is the first. Yeah. She hugged my daughter, Evangeline Lily. Yeah. yeah. And shook my hands. It was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, so that was what? at uh, GalaxyCon Richmond. That was at um, GalaxyCon Richmond. Uh, 2022 GalaxyCon Richmond 2023 is coming up uh, next month. And something tells me that uh, Jim and Tim will be taking a drive and attending that one as well. So sure, sure. If you want to meet the real celebs, we'll be there. Yeah, we we should have our own table. Yeah, come meet our certain point of view. Gotta get Papa Bear there though. Well, yeah, of course. Um, so Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania uh, released uh, yesterday was the official release date. Uh, Friday, February 17th. Today is Saturday, February 18th. I don't know if you said that or not. So I wanted to... I did not. I wanted to say Holy that. Holy cow, um, I didn't realize that was out already. Yeah, yeah. So it came out yesterday. Um, oh, cool. I, I, apparently it's it's good. Um, from the people who I know who went to see it that I trust, uh, they said they really like it. Nobody's told me they don't like it, so... Right now, I'm assuming it's going to be good. So my hopes are up, and all they can do is either sort of meet them or let me down. Uh, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Such is life, I guess. All exactly. you can do is meet my Never get your hopes up. <laughs> all right. Fair yep. enough. Um, well, I mean, well, that's. I, I think that. about it. That's probably what happened with all of Star Wars. When you have one of the greatest stories told, and I, I know, I know, I know, I know what I said. All right, let it go. There are other stories, whatever. But but the original Star Wars trilogy was so beautiful, so good, especially for its time, yeah. um, that it's really hard to to meet the mark. And then Star Wars fans are like, oh, you know, it's it's wrong. Well, that's that's probably part of the problem. You know that that mark is set now, and. You can't get back that original trilogy. You know, it is what it is. Um, but we can still have great Star Wars, and that's why we stick positive with it. Uh, speaking of positive, one of the greatest names in Star Wars now, um, and in, uh, you know, in, in TV and movies in general, John Favreau yeah. is uh, is getting or just got a just got star. Hollywood star. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, he, he got it. Yeah, the, and well-deserved, too, because that guy, yeah. man, not only has he been in so much stuff, like, because he made Elf, didn't he? Like, he's, he's made, like, yeah. a lot of stuff. He's made, um, he made Elf, Star Wars. he directed and starred in movies, he yeah. he was guest star on TV shows, he, like, he just did, I mean, he's he's done everything. But besides he's a huge heavy, part of the whole Marvel thing. I think he, he yeah, was he the director happy. of yeah. Iron Man? Uh, I feel like that's right, or it might have been, it was something, maybe it was Ragnarok, no, was it Ragnarok? Producer, no, maybe, no, something, no, no, but he was also in it, obviously, like, there's just, yeah, huge He's just awesome. Um, yeah. but of um, course, outside of his role as the heavy gunner, Mandalorian heavy gunner and, and the Mandalorian, his greatest role ever, besides that one, was in PCU. Did you see that movie? It's a kind of for politically correct university. It was a joke, um, but he's like this kind of like you know frat guy, but like he's like the lovable kind of dumb jock guy, um, and he's like all excited because he's going to a concert. I can't remember the band; it's some made up band, but he's wearing the shirt of the band, and it's one of the best lines from PCU because he's like, "Yeah, I'm going," and a guy just walks up to him and says, "Is that the band you're about to see?" He's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Don't be that guy." <laughs> don't wear the shirt of the band to the concert but it i don't know that was just that was john favreau he's been in a bunch yeah. of stuff oh yeah all the way back the to uh... it was like the, he was there it was some old show from like the either late 80s or early 90s and it was john favreau he's just there he's just just he's a youngin around it um what a great career did you ever he will huh not this is not a kid show would you ever see uh swingers yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I remember that movie. I forgot that he was in it. Yeah, he's the um, he's the he's the main guy. It's him and Vince Vaughn. Only one. 
Okay, I think I only saw it the one time, like when it first came out. I think I saw it, and I mean, I know I saw it, but I don't remember anything about it. Like I, that's that, that movie's over twenty years old now. I would imagine. Yeah, it was a uh, ninety-six. Wow. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. That's getting closer to thirty than twenty. Man, time time goes by. I remember time when I first by. saw John Favreau, and I, I was a young man. <laughs> Speaking um, of which, I remember when, uh, and I think this is still happening, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but yeah, I remember man, when it's... they first announced uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2, and Volume 1 I... was, you know, way back in the day. What? Um, what did you say? So, Star Wars Visions is coming back. We'll talk about that in Countdowns. Now um, there are two of them. Now there are two of them. We also have the <laughs> uh, the nine shorts by name. Did you know that? Um, who wears short shorts? They wear short shorts. Um, we so wear nine of short shorts. Nine of them are uh, are already out, and not out, but they're named. Um, yeah. There's one called Sith. One is Screechers Reach. Screechers Reach. Uh, in the Stars. There's mm. one called I Am Your Mother. I Am Your Mother. Interesting. Uh, Journey to the Dark Head. Okay. The Spy Dancer. See, that's like Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> the Bandits of Golok. Ow's yes. Song. That's Ow A A U. Ow's Song. Um, and the Pit. So <gasps> should be interesting. Um, final piece of news. It looks like Jedi Survivor, the new game. Even though I'm a little upset about it, because it's not going to be on uh, PlayStation Four, only PlayStation Five. Um, Jedi Survivor will. Apparently have dismemberment. Ooh. So if you slice a <laughs> stormtrooper's arm, it's gonna fall to the ground. Well, um, as it should. I mean, it's Star that's Wars. My... They, they do love dismemberment. Yeah, that's my last. That's my last piece of news. Um, so I was on the social medias, and um, my cat's going viral. But um, <laughs> but I saw one of these. It was a picture of Liam Neeson. It was a Star Wars group. And I don't know if this is true, because people love to put quotes on pictures of famous people, and it'll be like, you know, just try, even even when there's no hope, just try, and then it'll like be a picture of, of Tom Hardy or something. It's like, who knows if he ever said that, and who cares? But it was a picture of Liam Neeson, and the quote was something about Star Wars is, uh, has created two, it basically... Supposedly, Liam Neeson is saying he will not appear in any more Star Wars endeavors because he thinks it's oversaturated the market. So there's my pseudo news about Star Wars. But um, what would Liam Neeson be in any way other than a voice actor in some of the cartoons, maybe? Yeah, I mean, he... And I love I Liam Neeson. This isn't, a, this isn't anything Obi-Wan. bad about him, but like he was the Force Ghost in Obi-Wan, and then after that... Yeah. like. That's 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 all that there's left for his role. Like we know his story, and we have all his, you know. Um, well, I think he did the voice acting for Qui Gon in the Clone Wars. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. anticipate seeing him in any more of that. That's what it's I mean. Like all while. that time frame is is covered. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but I, I mean, I understand what he's saying. Like I understand the the concept. I guess it came through. Um, I, I pulled up an article here. I, it was on when he was on with a an interview with Paul Rudd, actually. Oh, Ant Man, um, which is interesting because you know Marvel's so big and complex now too. Um, but that's what he said. You know, I, I guess the main conversation was there was a lot of mystery. There were a lot of things we didn't know. You know, we we have this podcast because we got into these like deep what is the force conversations and yes. you know what makes this work and that work and do other things and. It's cool that we're getting um, some answers. Yeah, but uh, but I understand the the idea of you know the mystery well, going away. You got to align the kyber crystals with the uh, countdowns. Yeah, more news? That's right. Any news? Um, That's oh, all the news. Wait a while we're while we're on news, since you brought up Marvel, we should bring up DC. The Flash. Did you see that movie trailer? Yeah. What'd you think? So, Uh-oh. I'm I'm in kind of a a, 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 sigh a hit or miss and a pause. Here. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really excited about the 
the whole concept of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, of course, of course. Um, I love Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Um, that sold it all for me. However, Keaton's in it. Yeah, I'm. I'm still, you know, a little bothered with the way DC is running some things. So hopefully they they pick some stuff up. Very true. Um, so is this supposed you know, to be like a multiverse thing? Because um, Ben Affleck's in it, and Michael Keaton's in it, and it sounds like yeah, the Flash has the ability to to like move between dimensions or something. Yeah, yeah, with the Speed Force. Um, See, I've never, I've never ever read. Flash, and I've never watched any of his shows or movies. Okay, so first of all, I've only watched season one of the new Flash show, and if any of the seasons are near as good as that, then I'm embarrassed that I haven't seen the others. Season Mm -hmm. one was phenomenal. It was really cool for what they did. Um, The Flash books, I mean, the fact that they survived as long as they did, should tell you, um, they go really deep into some some wild stuff. Um, And just the way they they operate and work, but... Um, I think we're going to get a lot of that story. Maybe Flash will be DC's saving grace. Because, be man, cool. they've definitely fumbled. They've had some great opportunities. Like, Gal Gadot was, like, perfect for the Wonder Woman role, and yet those movies are just okay. Those were the best of kind of a bad lot. I actually like Ben Affleck as uh, Batman. As far as physicality, he is the most Batman of all the Batman. Uh, Batman, you know, actors like he he physically looks like the way Batman is usually drawn, um, yeah. at least since the late '80s, the way Batman's been drawn. Um, so then, you know, I'm excited about Keaton coming back. But despite the fact that Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, who we talked about last episode, last podcast about like how much I wanted to see him again as uh, Superman, they got these great actors. And then the movies just fall flat. So hopefully Flash will turn that around. I want to be entertained. Am I not entertained? I guess I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's and that's it's like we said before, it's it's the dark writing. You know, it yeah. doesn't all Batman is a dark character. Not everyone is is dark and doomed, and that's that's where they messed it up. And I really hope the the Flash is the is the comic relief of the DC universe. Um, you know, he's always funny as much as he has a serious and very determined role in all these things. He tends to be, you know, at least in the way that I remember him as a kid, he tends to be kind of the, the, the funny one, the, the Ant-Man, Spider-Man, you know, cracking jokes kind of guy. And I would right. love to see them use this movie, um, as a way to, to bring back some of that positivity, you know, let the heroes be heroes, for the sake of being heroes, you know, like that's, that's what they are. Um, yeah. And I think, I really think that, that it's Superman that, that broke it all down. I do too. You know, and I think the we've dark Superman, like, yeah, yeah, Superman is the, is the hero. Yeah. He's this overpowered alien. He was raised, you know, by a loving good, mother good and father. Yeah. Yeah. Who taught him to, you know, do right boy. to do right. Like just do right. And, then they were like, well, what if he went bad? And you're like, yes, that would be terrible. You don't even need to tell the story. Like, if Superman actually went bad, that's it, planet Earth. You know, like, yeah, there's no, not a whole lot of conversation to have about it. So we know what happens. We don't need to do it anymore. So anyway, um, I'm, I do. I hope that Flash brings that back. I think that that or brings that forward for them. Um, that would be a really cool thing. And then we could get some. You know, some heroes, which would be awesome. Well, with them bringing in Michael Keaton, that might, because that would definitely bring in kind of a lighter version of Batman yeah. than what we've seen. Yeah. So, yeah. Be a, be a good stepping stone. Um, all right, so on to countdowns. Um, countdowns. The most recent, the first thing we've got, the most uh, the most exciting of all of them. Um, 11 days. 11 days away, Wednesday, March 1st, first day of March in 2023. It's coming very soon. It'll be on Disney+. Plus. It'll be on my TV and another TV probably in my household at the same time at like 3 or 4 in the morning. And it is what, Jim? Mandalorian Season 3! Season 3! Yeah. Um, oh, it's going to be awesome. So yes. super excited. Um, we'll probably touch on the Bad Batch episode for this week 
next week, but we are going to come back and talk all about Mandalorian next week um, in preparation for that. Cause yes, we're going to get you caught up on what you need to remember about Mandalorian. I am yeah, interested cause... that it's uh it's Wednesday releases though, same as uh same as Bad Batch. Huh. Because Bad Batch doesn't end yet. I wonder what the numbers are for Bad Batch. I think it's 16. I think this is a longer season. Well, I meant like the viewership. Oh. And I wonder but even still, long... this was set This was set before we knew that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Proof. Um, well, that's exciting. 11 days. So less than two weeks until new season of Mandalorian. The much anticipated Mandalorian season three. Because yeah. remember, they ended pretty strong last time. All right, so yeah, they um, according to according to IMDb, they're still listed for Wednesdays too. Like they're not moving those either. So the good we'll news have for me. Oh, sorry, go on. No, that's it. We have Mandalorian and and Bad Batch to watch. Friday, April twenty eighth, which is sixty nine days away. Good news for me. I'm going to get to dismember some stormtroopers because Jedi Survivor comes out. Star Wars Jedi Survivor for the PlayStation 5. And even better news uh for Jim, he gets to see his good buddy Tim. (laughs) Yeah, are you going to come play? (laughs) All right, we're going to be like old school, like uh, high school days where, you know, the guy with the game system, everybody has to come over. Or you uh, pack it it up and and take it over to a buddy's house. Yeah, Yeah. I'll uh, I'll bring a sleeping bag. That's the floor is for, and I'll just be sore for the next week. But yeah, you know, whatever, I'll be fine. Um, yeah, we should do it. I say that, but I actually like party. sleeping on the floor. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, more comfortable on the floor than I am in most beds. But I just like sleeping. Gordon said the other day, he said, "You know, you spend one third of your life sleeping." And I said, "I wish." <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. I, I wish, Gordon. I wish. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, 69 days till Jedi Survivor comes out. It's too bad because I got hit by a car I used all my sick time at work. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I feel like... Oh, but know, I haven't used mine. I guess where I'll be while Jim's at work. <laughs> can you house it for me? All right. I am about to finish Far Cry 5. Which nice. several people recommended. And it is a good game. There, there, are, there are some parts I don't like. But we're not here to talk about Far Cry 5. Um, but overall, it's a good game. All right, so we are here we to talk about things. Thursday, May fourth, which is May only seventy five days away. Days. Um, Three that's things crazy exciting. May the fourth, which is of course, yeah. first of all, just that it's Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. So seventy five days to the holiday. What else happens on May the fourth other than we just celebrate? Uh, so we talked about it a little bit already, but we are going to get Visions Volume 2. That's going to be the release date for that uh, Disney Plus series. So we'll start Ooh. seeing. We're probably going to have all nine dropped again um, because of the style of the show, which you, as everybody who listens knows, I never like when they do full drops. Um, but it'll be fine. So we'll drop Visions Volume 2. If you are a listener to the show, you know that when they did Visions Volume 1, it took us I don't know, five weeks to watch every episode anyway Yeah. Um, from this podcast, much less get on the podcast and talk about it. So yeah. I'll probably be okay. We'll, we'll probably take them slow anyway. And uh, also Young Jedi Adventures, which is uh, another TV show kind of geared toward children. Um, but uh, no I've got high hopes for that. Personally. High hopes. Gorilla yep. Biscuits. Um, Ahsoka's coming out sometime in 2023. We don't know when, I think before our next countdown, which is why I say it. Um, there's all kinds of stuff out there that's listed to come up. We don't know when, um, they've been started, but we don't know how much they're going to pull back on. Um, and none of it is for, none of it's for lack of, of, of wanting it out there, but they just, I think they want to slow some things down. Kind of what Liam Neeson was saying, but I, I, I think they're all still coming. It's just we're not there yet. Yeah. But while we're waiting, we can celebrate our other big Star Wars holiday in November. What do we got then? I think it's uh, Wookiee Life Day. Yeah. November 17th this year. Uh, well, November 17th every year. But uh, this year it's on a Friday. 272 days until Wookiee Life Day. 
Uh, you know, we've been doing this podcast for three years now. Is that right? Or four? Um, in September, we'll, it will hit our four year. Damn. No. Done. That's crazy. Our three year? No. Our four year. Four in September. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, because yeah, I'm just looking at these numbers and it's like, that seems so far away, 272, but, you know, we've gone through these countdowns so many times now. Because we yeah. were originally doing countdowns for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. I think that's All where right, it started. So you know, we didn't I don't even think we did countdowns for the first I don't I don't remember if we did countdowns for the first Mandalorian show. Um, I don't know. That'll be our homework is to go back, listen to all the old podcasts. And I, I highly recommend everyone does it. That actually helps our numbers and uh one of the cool things about checking our numbers is a lot of people do go back and listen to the old podcasts. So that's we that's appreciate cool. That. It's very uh yeah, very helpful for us for uh, growing the show. So thanks, episode guys. Episode six. Episode six. <sighs> episode six. What does yeah. that mean? That was our lightsabers episode. Is that when we started doing countdowns? Uh, no, no, no. That's I'm saying if you're gonna go back and listen to one, that's a I I, I just yeah. I personally really enjoy that episode. It's one that I'll still listen to sometimes because it's uh it is our well, Kyber Crystal talk. History of Mandalore on there too. That's definitely in Actually, there. Actually, we we posted that one twice in yeah. anticipation of, uh, I think, season two of The Mandalorian. All right. Or maybe it was a Boba Fett. I don't know. But I think uh, now the countdowns are done, are we ready for our commercial break? I'd say so. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, Bad Batch and uh, some other stuff. Some be other stuff. Hey, this is Gordon from the Riff Radio Show Podcast, a radio show dedicated to the music of Generation X. We release a new show every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we play music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and we take your requests. And unlike the old days when you had to wait forever to get your request on your favorite radio show, I always put your requests on our Saturday morning all-request episode. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes of any episode and request a song. The Riff is only available on Spotify, so head on over today and subscribe. The Riff, only on Spotify. All right, we're back. That was Gordon from The Riff. Remember Gordon, the one who claimed we sleep one-third of our lives? Yeah. Gordon the liar. The liar. (laughs) Yeah, good old Gordon. Sorry, Gordon. I know Gordon wouldn't lie. No, Gordon's about as honest as any human gets. Stand-up guy. Still isn't that honest, but still more honest than most. <laughs> um, yeah, what what are we doing? All right, I guess it's time that we get into the heart of the matter. So uh, uh, hearts are so uh, nice; they they pump blood through your body and let you live. I've been watching Yay. Smallville lately. Oh, I love Smallville. I recently went I through that too. series too. Ah, what a uh, good show! It's just I like when they take the old stories and they recreate them in in a way. Well, we've talked about this with Merlin. Did you ever watch Merlin? Yeah, I loved Merlin. Me and my kids used like, to watch it. It's that same thing where they like they recreate all those classic stories that you have and those classic bad guys and situations and put them into this. I just I just love it and I love Smallville. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's been my uh my background show when I'm doing stuff lately because you know I've seen the series probably two or three times, but um it is really really bad but really really good at the same time right like there's there's it's definitely a cheesy yeah show um but it's just it's just a good kind of fun it's a it's like a guilty pleasure show you know it's like it's just Mm. it's just good we should also because it's been a little while since we recorded give a shout out to the buffalo bills for not losing the super bowl this year so that was good darn right they didn't buffalo bills haven't lost a super bowl (laughs) in uh in in thirty years now, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, well, my my team's Washington, and haven't lost the Super Bowl in forever. Yeah, so probably yes, been well, they won years, one in that same thirty year time frame. They did win one. So that's in. They won against the Buffalo won. Bills. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good days. Uh, so, all right, so do you want to start with uh, Bad Batch, last three episodes? What happened? What's going on? Is that where you want to start, or did you want to start yes. somewhere else? Oh, my gosh. No, let's talk about Bad Batch. Bad Batch is, is really all I have to talk about. I am going to get um, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, things with the. I am going to get a new board game or two today, which I'm excited about. My wife yes. and I have gotten. Um, well, we we've since the first um, big Comic Con event we went to. Um, we we were just walking around, checking everything out, enjoying the sights, talking to people, hanging out. It was just a good time, and then we just wanted to take a break. And there are people sitting all along the walls taking breaks. Like, you just see people just doing random stuff. Or you can go into and watch the panels. You can sit in those chairs. But there was one area uh, roped off, and it was just board games, right? And so she and I went and sat down, and the person said, oh, you should try this game, uh, which immediately became one of our favorites and one of, like, my extended, you know, not my extended family, but, like, my parents' house and my brother's house like everybody has this game and plays it now splendor is the name of the game um and we started gaming together i've always been into board games and she started getting into it and now we regularly go to this this local uh, uh board game restaurant and bar and uh uh-huh. hang out and play games and she just i'm up here recording this podcast and she sent me a couple of games she said i want you to when you're done go pick these up and go pick up some Hamburger meat for burgers. So those are the things that I'm going to be doing today when we're done podcasting. Nice. Um, Sounds like so I'm a little excited day. about that. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. The, so there's been three <laughs> bad, bad, I'm, I don't know how to segue. <laughs> there's been three bad, bad. Speaking of clone conspiracies. Year. Yeah. Well, the thing. So the last one we did was uh, we talked about was Entombed, where they found that really you know, crazy big old machine that tried to destroy everything. And then it's funny because in our podcast, I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of refreshing that as much as I love the Jedi and all that, that the Bad Batch never has Jedi in it." And then the we very didn't talk next about episode, Tribe. No, we didn't talk about Tribe. The oh very my next gosh! For some reason, in my mind, we did <laughs> because of no. because of what you're saying right now. Sorry, keep yeah. going. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that's all I was saying. Yeah, was, uh, we were like, yeah, they never have Jedi or anything. Very next episode, like, I think the day after we recorded that podcast, it's about them finding a young Jedi named uh, Gunji, or Gungi, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Gunji, he's a Wookiee. Um, yeah. And we've met him before. This is not yeah. the first appearance of, of Gun, Gungi, Gunji in Star Wars. Where did, we, where did we see him, Tim? Do you remember? Clone Wars. Clone right? Wars, yeah. yeah. Ahsoka took him and a group of younglings to um, what's the Kyber planet? Uh, Ilum. Ilum. Uh, to to get his uh, Kyber crystal for that lightsaber that we see him using in this Bad Batch episode of Tribe. So we had seen him when he was uh, little, and you know I guess Wookiees age a lot slower because you know uh, how old is uh, Chewbacca? Two hundred something. Um, yeah. So here we are, even though it's about, I don't even know, maybe five, ten years after that. No, it's not that long. It's only a couple years after. Uh, yeah, after this is pretty that. short after. So he's still he's still a young young guy. Um, not sure exactly what happened to him in uh, Order sixty six, but that was emotionally really powerful. When uh, so he's he was obviously captured, and it was being sold into slavery by these guys. Um, but when he sees the Bad Batch and realizes they're clones, and his reaction to it, it that was, I gotta admit, that kind of hit me in the feels, where um, yeah. Omega's like, why is he so afraid, and, and Hunter's trying to be like, look, he he has a reason not to trust us. Um, that, 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 that was powerful. Like I said, got yeah. me right in the feels. Yeah, that so... Was a, that, that was a big, big, that was a big deal. Um, it was. And what an incredible, incredible episode. Yeah, that was that was wild. Um, good, good, uh, good adventure. Good introduction of Jedi without making the universe feel small, which is one complaint a lot of Star Wars people have. Because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Yoda. It wasn't, uh, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's, it's this random Padawan who, yeah, they'd been seen before, but yeah. So that that was cool. So we saw yet another youngling, you know, Padawan guy. Who survived Order sixty six? So who, who didn't seem to him. have a problem whipping his lightsaber out? So new. No. <laughs> I don't know what he's been doing for this last couple of years, but yeah. he wasn't exactly in hiding. Um, I don't think he got Obi Wan's message. <laughs> well, ironically, I guess uh, being captured and put into slavery might have 
been how he's avoided like being hunted by the Inquisitors. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting to think about. But uh, yeah, so a large part of that episode takes place on Kashyyyk. And oh, that the, battle uh, at the end is just intense. Like, yeah, it was just that awesome. was cool. The Trandoshans are awful, man. <laughs> so, like, the Trandoshans, the Trandoshans are awful. They're and always the, hunting Wookiees. Well, and I love the I love everything about the Wookiee lifestyle. You know, like just the the connection to their planet and their connection with each other. Like, I just I love everything about the Wookiee lifestyle. And to take a Wookiee as a Jedi, I feel like he would just be the I feel like he could just embody what the Jedi are, you know? Um, yeah. And this also means he's not currently training, but he's around somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, that was that was neat. That was neat. So so I'd, I'd love to see him show back up somewhere, because he could be alive in in uh, the First Order's time. time. Yeah. You know, once the First Order falls. I mean, like, yeah, way out there, beyond the Mandalorian. I mean, he could show up in the Mandalorian. Um, but beyond that, he could show up, you know, with Rey. You know, if we ever get a future story from them and Rey's starting a new Jedi Order, this this guy could show well, up and be... How cool would that be? Because, like, um, Chrysanthemum, Black Chrysanthemum and Boba Fett was awesome. How cool would yeah. it be to see something like that? Like, somebody like that, but a Jedi. Awesome. That would be in live action. That would be so. That would be. That would be awesome. Speaking of which, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Chris Hanton. Chris Hanton, the the actor. I don't know who. If, if oh I my gosh. did know, I don't know. Carrie uh, Carrie Jones. Okay. Um, is the actor? Uh, will be at GalaxyCon twenty twenty three in Richmond. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So there will so. be some Star Wars people there. I was trying to find oh, yeah, some that, Star Wars. Oh, um, uh, Katie Sackhoff will be there. Oh, that's right. She was added to the Richmond one? Because she was added yeah. to uh, Celebration. I know that. Yeah. Ewan McGregor officially said he was going to Celebration, too. Nice. Um, Huge. Oh, have you watched that? Um, the It's kind of a documentary on uh, Disney Plus that's just called, I think it's called Obi-Wan. Or, yeah, I think it's just called Obi-Wan. Um, and it's a behind-the-scenes making of the Kenobi series. If you haven't watched that, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, so lots of uh, interviews with uh, Ewan McGregor and um, uh, Deborah Chow. Um, and, you know, a lot of them. So it's just, that's really cool. But anyway, that made me think of it when you said Ewan McGregor would be there. Yeah. All right, so Tribe, that was episode six of uh, season two. So the other two that came out are kind of, um, now we've got more of a, a consistent story arc going on, sort of. Oh, I my guess gosh. So this, three these three out? tie directly together. Well, sort of. Um, that You know, they're continuing their story in the third they one. They dropped these two on the same day. That's what confused me. Yeah, because my daughter and I sat down to watch, and so I was like, "All right, you know, we got a new one." And there was two up there, and I was like, "Wait a minute, how did I miss two? How did I miss one?" But yeah, both these dropped last week. Um, I don't think that I recognize it either. I think I think Papa Bear sent us a message and was like, "There's two of them," and we're like, "Oh, yeah." So episode seven is called "The Clone Conspiracy," and episode eight was "Truth and Consequences." And, and what I a... love these episodes. Oh my god! And I knew you would, but clone conspiracy—just this episode alone, yeah. you know—and and we've been doing this long enough. You know, we've gone through the Clone Wars. We've read the the different political books, the Plagueis book with with the politics. Um, of course, getting to know all the different clones and all these all these different pieces um, to get back into that and to bring us toward which there's no Bad Batch in this episode at all, right? I don't think they're in this. No, I don't, I don't we don't we don't see are. them in this episode. This was a this Correct. was a Bubba Fett style episode with the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Bad Batch is not in this episode, but it was cool because they needed it to introduce the next one where they come in. But this episode, yeah. it took us right back to Clone Wars. It took us back to all those things that we knew and and loved from Clone Wars. Um, and I just I just loved it. It also brought and this was another thing that we talked about in our last episode, which I made my peace with. 
you know, no Jedi. And then they were like, yeah, no, there's Jedi. And then I said, <laughs> and we're not really, they're not impacting things on a galactic scale. They're really yeah. sticking to the, <laughs> the and then they were stage, like, oh, yeah. by the way, the entire Senate. The Senate. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so someone um, is apparently uh, listening Locking to our us. podcast and then, and then rushing, uh, rushing these episodes <laughs> forward for us. Cause I don't know yeah, what's going and on. it's funny. Somebody, uh, yet again, something I saw on social media had a picture on a Star Wars site, and there's like two types of Star Wars fans, and it's like an angry face. It's like, uh, you know, when you know it's an episode about the Senate, and it's an you know, angry person, and then it's a happy person. It's when you know it's an episode about the Senate, and I'm definitely the happy person. I I like the the uh, political intrigue stuff. Um, yeah, it's fun. I, I think there's some really smart storytelling going on when when they get into the politics and even the economics of this stuff um so and they yeah, don't like this. take away from the from the the general star wars enjoyment you yeah, know like the, what the adventure yeah 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 so clone conspiracy basically uh so how, how do you summarize this? So, remember that time they blew up Camino? They blew up all the cities on Camino. The Empire did. Apparently, they lied to the Senate and said a big storm did it. And now the clones really do have a kind of torn loyalty here because, on the one hand, Camino was their home. And on the other hand, the good soldiers follow orders. So, and that's what clone conspiracy is about. Is some of these clones are like, you know, we see more and more clones. Kind of like, no, we can't keep doing this. The Empire's evil. We are soldiers of the Republic. Um, So, yeah. uh, We we met a guy named Slip and a guy named... I can't remember the other one's name. But he was going to blow the whistle on on the attack on Kamino to the Senate. And this is what the the title Clone Conspiracy uh, is about. Now, honestly, these two kind of blend together in my head. I guess that's why they they kind of uh, came out at the same time. So we meet a Senator Chuchi, which I thought was such a... I love that name, Senator Chuchi. Yep, she's out there for uh, clone rights. Yeah, she's... Basically, clones are people too, right? That's That's her mantra, essentially. And they don't have a voice in the Senate. Kamina was never part of the Republic, so... And where would the clones have a voice in the Senate? Because they're not really part of any specific planet. Um, so yeah, she's like, I want to, I want to talk to them because they age so quickly. You know, they age at twice the speed of normal uh, humans. That they, they recognize that they're about to age out. This episode, uh, and I'm just going to talk about both of them together. It, it takes us right back to the brilliance of Palpatine with the Clone Wars, and that no matter how the war went, he won. Because his entire point was to bring instability, um, requiring a more you know direct and powerful ruler, which of course he then became. So the Clone Wars were brilliant because of, there was no way the Jedi could come out of that you know in a good way. Um, so this was similar to that. So he yeah. Palpatine wants to build the stormtrooper army, not the clone. You know, get rid of the clone troopers and build the stormtrooper. So. No matter the what clones serve their this, purpose and are gonna are going to very specifically age out soon. Yeah, you know, that's the real problem is they're not going to be a strong fighting force, and if they don't start training up people now, he's not going to have a fighting force. And if he can't rule through fear, then what kind of Sith is he? Yeah, um, is is really where we're going. So Rampart, who we met in the first season of uh, Bad Batch, um, scumbag. He's- yeah, he's the evil Imperial officer who oversaw the destruction of Camino, and he's out there like, oh, yeah, but Camino's gone, but it was a storm, and we see unrest in the galaxy, so we need a, you know, I forgot what the bill was called, but basically it was the bill to raise the uh, the Stormtrooper army, and he's using, you know, the destruction of Camino as an example of why they need to recruit, and then when they finally blow the whistle on him, so they successfully like exposed that there was Imperial forces that destroyed Camino, and they this causes them to pass the bill anyway. Like yeah. this is pure Palpatine. It's like no matter what, he got what he wanted. And the Bad Batch is of course the ones that helped bring to light that no, this you know the the was it was the Empire that destroyed Camino. So they're they're like oh we're gonna we're gonna bring this to the Senate. We're gonna be heroes. And, and then, he does it so 
brilliantly that yeah. they're like they're like I can't believe we did this. It's all our fault. And it's like no, not really, because if yeah, you he, hadn't, if you hadn't brought it to light, then the bill probably would have passed. You had some opposition, but I don't think they yeah. had enough opposition for it to not pass. It, at least this way, they saw that there's potential evil in the imperial military. But of course, Palpatine turns that right around. He's like, "Oh, Rampart was—he's a, a loose cannon. He's a loose cannon, and, uh, and he we will need, be dealt just, with." This is why we need uh, troops who are more loyal to to our our new society. You know, avoid the word empire. Um, yeah, so like Palpatine totally sells us. And yeah, when Hunter realizes, man, we just got played. Like, we just got played by, like, a truly master tactician here because, yeah, we were basically, here's a, here's your options. I'm going to do this one. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Palpatine's going to win no matter which option you choose. So that was brilliant. One of the big takeaways from this one is uh, it reunites uh, Rex and Echo. And that has, yeah. you know, bigger consequences for our crew in that um so we end truth and consequences with uh palpatine makes an appearance also by the way voiced by uh ian mcdermott how do you pronounce his name mcdermott yeah by the guy who actually played the uh, emperor he did do the voice work um so yeah rex essentially let's yeah rex is Kind of getting clone support for opposing the empire. I think like, I think Ian clones. McDermott always has. I think I don't know that anyone else has done anything emperor but him. Hmm. Like that would anything. Be a good bit of trivia because um, my memory says someone did, but I I don't know. I could be remembering wrong. Because I feel but like anyway. he's the <clears throat> um, the only emperor. Yeah, I mean he played he played the emperor in the original trilogy. All the way through to the... I mean, he played the Emperor in every movie. Not um, not in the original Empire Strikes Back. Not in the original Empire Strikes Back. That was, was a not. woman and the yeah. chimpanzee. Yeah. Not kidding. <laughs> For those of you listening, not knowing what I'm talking about, not kidding. In the scene where uh, the Emperor shows up in the original. Now, they went back and redid it. So if you watch the re- reproduction of it, then they put in Ian McDermott's face in there. But originally, it was a lady's face with a chimpanzee's eyes superimposed over it. I, I always thought that um, was really. No, really I guess cool. they they had some other people. I, I thought they did. I thought there was yes. other people who voiced him. Um, would you like to? Apparently, apparently, he had nothing to do with uh, voicing Clone it Wars? in Clone Wars or in Rebels. Rebels, yeah. Do you Rebels know who voiced is, uh, it in Rebels? Sam Witwer. It was Sam Witwer. Yeah, that's what was tickling my brain. I was like, that's I the feel one. Like Sam Whitwer did it. And yeah, this is that, we've talked about Whitmer. that. I guess. Oh, I guess I forgot. Us. So I guess he's the only actor to have played the emperor, to have truly played the emperor. Other I guess the chimpanzee the, lady, and and the <laughs> chimpanzee lady, <laughs> but she doesn't exist. So, well, she does. She did. She's probably passed by now. But anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it was some old older lady. It was like the mother of someone on the set. They just used her picture to do that. I don't know. That's that's a whole interesting story about how they did the face yeah. of the Emperor on the original Empire Strikes Back. But anyway, so Ian McDermott so, um, reprised his role as the Emperor for the speaking part. So that's how we end. Sam Whitworth's in uh, Sam Whitworth's in Smallville. Yeah, he is. He plays uh, Dark. Doomsday, Bay, I don't know. I get all those bad guys in DC confused. Uh, Dark Seed yeah. or something, or Dark Side. Doomsday. His name is his Dark Side. Anywho, um, so at the end of it, yeah, it looks like Rex is putting together like some former clone soldier, like getting clones who are former soldiers and trying to put together an anti-imperial network. And Echo decides to leave the Bad Batch and rejoin his buddy Rex. And we get and we get all this. We get even more of the uh, one of the things that I love about this episode. Before we move on to the next one, yeah, because um, it actually builds into the next one. Yeah. The the clones, the the entire the clones are people too thing. Yeah, the entire point of this. Um, the chips are are wearing off, or like whatever's Something. going on with with their chips, or there are so few Jedi left, and they're not. They're not pushing the information. I don't, whatever it is, um, yeah. these control chips are not having the same impact, and the clones really can think for themselves. 
Um, and we, in these two episodes, even though we didn't need it, we get a redemption arc for the clones, for all of the clones. Yeah. Um, which is really, really cool because, you know, knowing what was coming, all of the Clone Wars, um, and seeing it happen in episode three was just devastating. And then once you got to know the clones, it became even worse. Um, and this kind of redemption yeah. of like they really were out of control and, and they're getting themselves back. Um, it's it's just spectacular storytelling. Like it just – the roller coaster of the clones is uh, yeah. wild. It's, it's just the, wild. The, the potential for good heartbreaking storytelling is definitely there. Because, yeah, the, the clones are definitely such a strong embodiment of, like, people who were just used by their society and then discarded. And in Obi-Wan Kenobi, in Kenobi, isn't it in Kenobi when he's walking down the street and he sees uh, an old clone? Like, he looks homeless, yeah. but he's still got his armor. And he's got the blue yep. from the 501st. Um, yeah, and he just, then the guy looks terrible, you know? Um, yeah, so the potential there to see how how messed up the clones end up because of how they're treated and how they were used. And it is so sad because, yeah, you go back and watch the Clone Wars, and the clones are awesome. Uh, they're great soldiers. They, their personality tends to be fairly positive and good people. Um, yeah, so watching them be forced to do these terrible things and twisted by their, their own system that they helped create. Uh, yeah. All right, so Rex, we know Rex is out there busy with Echo, which hopefully that means we're going to see Rex and Cody and Echo doing something. I still would like to see a redemption for Crosshair. I'd like to see him brought back. Um, although I'm, I'm I think starting to feel like there might not be one for him. I It doesn't seem like it, um, and that comes in this next episode. Uh, what's this next episode called? The Crossing. Crossing. Um, this comes up in this next episode with... Uh, with something that Tech says, um, you know, she uh, Omega was really upset about Echo leaving yeah. um, through almost the entire episode. And one of the things Tech says is, you know, he made a choice. He had to go his own path. Um, yeah. You know, the same as Crosshair decided to do. And it was like just really like, you know, Tech's so matter of fact. Um, yeah. He's like, and I have to accept their decision. I was like, oh, that's, that's weird that your, you know, your brother decided to betray you. <laughs> like. Yeah, you know that's his choice, <laughs> but yeah. and you know I think that it's. Oh, go that's ahead. The, that's one of the biggest parts of uh, I think this episode, of The Crossing, is it's showing kind of the conditioned responses of the of the Bad Batch, you know, the clones versus Omega, who wasn't raised as a soldier, didn't serve as a soldier, doesn't age like they do. Um, didn't you know? How She's to, a kid. Words, She's she, a kid who wants yeah. a family. And she's had a totally different life experience than the Bad Batch, clearly. And showing, like, Omega's having kind of a normal response. Tech is having a very pragmatic, you know, response. And somewhere in the middle is probably, like, the healthiest, because she is responding like a kid, which is understandable. But, yeah, I thought it was cool that yeah, Omega's clearly upset by the loss of Echo, even though it was a choice he made. It's not like he was killed or anything. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, like you said. Meanwhile, Tech's like, "What? Yeah, Crosshair, Echo, they just go do what they want to do. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> it is. Um, it's like, I loved yeah. their. Um, there's only one part of this I didn't. I didn't that I had a little bit of an issue with, but I loved the uh, the whole family arc um, that kind of happened between Omega and Tech in this episode. Um, everything about their you know, they're building to, you know, we are a family that needs to stick together and, yeah. you know, we do care about each other. You need to, and Omega needs to start understanding that, that they are different people and Tech's going to answer a certain way, but it doesn't mean he doesn't care or doesn't miss people. He just, it's not the way, he, I mean, it's not the way he's essentially wired, you know, like he has been um, built a certain way, you know, he's not just a person. He's been, he's been modified essentially. Well, it's interesting, yeah, because none of these guys are really set up to be kind of like father figures or, or any of that stuff, but like Hunter and Wrecker are really kind of naturally falling into this kind of big brother slash father figure role. Um, Tech, not so much, but he's still, yeah, like, well, I think, I'm trying to say what you already just said, I think, is that the, it, it shows a really real kind of family dynamic here. 
how Tech's yeah. a great guy. He's a good guy. He loves you know his crew. Loves loves Omega. But yeah, his response to this is a way Omega can't understand, so it causes tension. It's very real, um, as far as how families you know kind of interact with each other. So yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, we have uh, so bottom line with the, this one though, they ended up uh, going to look at a mine that Sid had bought. They their ship gets stolen, um, which that was upsetting. I hope they get that back. Although I do like Tech's response. He's like, "Well, we'll just buy another one." I'm like, that, "That's I, I like that." Okay, fair enough. Um, well, and and that's the that's part of the thing. Like she she never had. She always knew what she was, and she always knew where she was on Camino. And she was never really as much as as she was cared for. She was kind of secretly cared for. Like she was she was basically a prisoner on Camino. Yeah. Um, and her first real home was that ship. Yeah. Um, you know, so for a kid to lose that, they don't they don't understand, you know, it's replaceable, it's okay, you know, we're we can be together, we'll be fine, everything will be fine. We just need to go get a new ship to get out of here. Um, you know, but she's she's going through a lot of a lot of loss and it's it's kind of nice to see them helping her and dealing with that loss and not having to, you know, kill off a bunch of people to do it. <laughs> um because yeah. it could be a lot worse stuff they could be dealing with. Um, so well, I just loved it. The only thing I didn't like was when they they finally jumped down into this river thing and went over the waterfall. Yeah. Um, the second pair that came down through the waterfall had that uh, ips, Ipsium with them. And it feels like that was a little bit too uh, – might have been too rough for what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I had like, that same response the whole time. They're like, be careful, be careful, be careful. And then they're like, hey, let's just ride down this water slide. <laughs> it's like, um, okay. So it felt um, a little inconsistent just in that part. It, it, not that big a deal. Um, and they, you know, I'm sure they know how to take care of the stuff they were carrying. But still, it was, you know, interesting. So, okay. Oh, that was the other thing. See, and you're not a musical guy. I don't even know if you've seen the movie. This is important. Well, this, this, this episode was, was heart-wrenching for some people. So there's a movie called The Lion King. Have you seen it? I've heard of it. It has Mustafa oh, in it. It has Mufasa in it. Uh, Mufasa is Darth Vader, first of all. Um, the young Simba is, is uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. We talked about that on here, too. So, um, But anyway, there's a scene in that movie with a stampede through a valley like that. And for anybody in, in my specific age group... Um, and a little bit younger, that was uh, that was pretty impactful. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it was. I've seen really Lion like, King. I know what you're talking about. I didn't, really I don't, good grief, I man! I didn't think of it at the time. <laughs> I did immediately. I haven't shown my ep- I You know what? This is the first time I see people do this stuff all the time online, where they they put on TV shows and movies and they they make their spouse watch it. I'm gonna put this episode on and let my wife watch it. And I want you, <laughs> I'll let you know what her reaction is. I might video her doing this. Did you think Rekko guarantee... was going to die? I did not. No, no, no. It wasn't that I was worried about them. It was, it was bringing back the old memories. Um, not, you know, in a, in a, yeah. not, not <laughs> a, not a, not a, not a PTSD thing because it's not true trauma, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I don't want to make light of that because that's not what I'm talking about. It's you know the TV show didn't give me real trauma like people experience. That's a real thing. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. Like that. Like you just that's what I saw was that old movie. I didn't see this new show when all this was happening. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess the big takeaways from this one um, is like so we saw we see more of the family dynamic um, about how they process things Omega and tech. We also see um, so they finally get a way to communicate off planet because now they're stranded with their ship gone. And uh, is Sid gonna help them? Dun dun dun. So right off the bat, when they contact, they finally get in touch with Sid. Sid's like, eh, I don't. I don't see how oh, I can help you. And they tied it back into what they did four episodes ago. Do you remember? Yeah. On the, uh, the, the pod race episode, and the guy's it. like, yeah. mm, when she doesn't don't, need don't you anymore, she's going to turn you over to the Empire, basically. 
Yeah. Um, which would be interesting. It I, I would be interested to see if Crosshair shows up. Like, oh. if she makes some kind of contact of, hey, I know where these people you've been looking for are, pay me. Like, I mean, at some point, something's got to go down. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's... I love that we don't know. I love that there's so much, like, this could go all these different ways, and we don't fully know a lot of these characters, and we're getting to know them. Like, it's just... Yeah. You remember at one point I said I wasn't a big fan of the Bad Batch? <laughs> Uh, I remember. I mean, I wasn't. It was certainly not my favorite. It was just okay. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's entertainment. Um, but yeah, these these stories are drawing me in more than I think I have been before. Kind of like you were saying. Um, and I don't know if I I mean. Well, I know. I know it is them. But we've also been a little while without Star Wars. Um, Yeah. You know, which goes back to that fatigue thing, and and we've been a little while without it. I think that Mandalorian is the safest show to release right after or during another series. Um, yeah. Because the Mandalorian is such a strong show in itself. Um, if it was something different, I don't, I don't think there'd be a lot of success for it. Yeah. You know, the two that they're releasing in May are really good timing. Cause you have one really a kids based show and the others that anime, probably not for kids based show for most of those um, episodes. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's tricky. So this is, I wonder this has been good. I wonder if Mandalorian's going to pick up viewers. I, d- I haven't looked at the numbers for Last of Us, but, you know, Pedro Pascal's fan base has to be expanding because he's, you know, main character in an HBO series. I wonder if that'll have any impact on Mando numbers. Probably not, but... Um, I, I, I Honestly, I think people. it will. There's There's yeah. been a lot of posts of, like, you know, this is this is the guy. This is... Like, there's there was one episode called The New Face of Sci-Fi. <laughs> like, that's just... And it's Pedro. Who he is. He's the, um, he's the, the savior of young random children who can change everything because they're special. <laughs> it's who he the, is. So, yeah, Pedro Pascal. Did you see the movie he was in with Nick Cage? Um, uh, I'm trying, I'm, which one? It's, I'm Googling it right now because the, the name is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's a very weird movie. Um, I only I sat down to watch it, and I got interrupted. Oh, um, I want to watch this. I have not yeah. seen it yet. It's it's pretty fascinating, because Nicolas Cage is playing himself. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage is, by all accounts, a very odd man. Um, and, and for the most part, in a very like entertaining way. Um but yeah, so Pedro Pascal is not playing himself. He's playing a guy who's trying to, I think, pitch a movie to Nicolas Cage. I think was the deal. I only watched like, the first fifteen minutes of it, and then I got interrupted. But I was, I, I was Nicolas already Cage. into it, so I need to go back and finish it. That's um, good. What's that on? Is that on HBO? Uh, you know, I don't even remember um, because during the being, you know, being laid up, I, I watched. <laughs> I, I'm watching Peacock. I'm watching Freebie. I'm watching Tubi. I'm watching Paramount Plus. I'm, I don't know. Uh, I, it was either Amazon Prime or it might have been HBO. I don't know. Oh, it's one of those Disney Plus, uh, what, 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 Hulu, uh, like Netflix, um, Stars, AMC. I don't know. Okay. Anywho, um, the Bad Batch episodes have been great. Hopefully, you watched them. Um, I'm kind of glad we summarized the four of them. If anybody hasn't watched them, I think we've. Done an okay job kind of talking about what we got out yeah, of the episodes. Um, I really like the – and we'll go back to some recaps of Mandalorian, but I like not doing the full recaps of these shows because they're really um, – well, especially this group of shows was really uh, emotionally driven for me. And I just – Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad yeah. we got to talk about that more than the, the little specifics. I think that's a good way to put it because um, I think that – now that you say that, that kind of puts the puzzle, the last puzzle piece in for me about why I reacted the way I did. I think seeing all this conspiracy with the Senate and the clones just kind of brings up all the nostalgia I had for the Clone Wars series and for the yeah. uh, the, the prequels. Um, yeah, it, it's just really cool. It's it's like, hey, we're this is this is the main meat of Star Wars that we've kind of left you know left aside for a long time because we've been looking at like Andor or, or you know the Mandalorian well hey remember yeah. back when we did Revenge of the Sith uh, this this ties directly back to that storyline that's like oh this, this is cool 
I, plus, I, I can never get enough of the clones. Um, exactly. Yeah, I knew you were going to like that as soon as I they started them. showing up. And so, all right, I think we're uh, ready to wrap up. I'd say so. Um, yep. So hopefully we're going to be back. Uh, well, today this one will post today on Saturday. I'd really like us to post again on uh, Thursday the 23rd, just a few days away. But that's my ultimate goal because next, the Thursday after that, we will have seen an episode of The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, so I'd like to do kind of a Mando, like, hey, Things here's what's coming. For, here's, what, yeah. here's what happened last time or, you know, the last couple seasons. Yeah. Um, get everybody back up to date and then we'll start talking about those episodes too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then we've got a few weeks of not having to plan what we do on the podcast cuz we got Mando yeah. episodes and <laughs> Yep. Well, right on. All right. Well, then I think it's time that we uh say our farewells and hopefully we'll see you, uh we'll, we'll be talking at you guys next week. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm Jim and I'm Tim. And this has been our certain point of view. This is the way we have spoken. Remember, this is with me always, always, always. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Audio one.